Welcome to the Salty Investors, episode 34. It is Friday, the 2nd of June, 2023. And how are you this week, Tim? Brilliant. Yourself? Brilliant. Jesus. I can't match that. But I'm not doing too bad. Not too bad at all. Um, let, let's get straight into the salt because it's been a great week uh, for our central bank governor. So, as you know, friend of the show, Phil Lowe's front of the Senate Estimates Committee during the week, hot on the heels of the latest inflation number. And the key takeaway of the financially illiterate media was that Phil wants you to get a flatmate to share the rent costs. Uh, now, Phil was just pointing out the obvious in a world where you have strong population growth driven by record immigration and a lack of housing supply. Kids don't move out of home or you have more people per dwelling. The office becomes a third bedroom or whatever. Um, and, you know, once again, it just comes back to the fact that we have uh, an immigration policy that the overwhelming majority of Australians disagree with, uh, exacerbating a housing shortage. And quite frankly, none of that is Phil's fault. And I don't know why they keep asking him about it. <laughs> Poor Phil. But, man, yeah. <laughs> But imagine if he does uh, raise interest rates next week. Oh, my God. You know, they're going to ask we ask him everything. But, uh, yeah. It's funny, isn't it, when they get someone in like that at Senate Estimates? I mean, they should just be reminded, like, this guy's job is basically interest rates go up, interest rates go down, interest rates go up, interest rate. That's all he does. That's all he does. And he can, he can pontificate about everything else. But, I mean, hmm. immigration policy, housing supply, none of this is in his remit. Um, and, but they keep, I guess they keep asking him things like, aren't you exacerbating the inflation problem by putting rates up so landlords put rents up and blah, you know, and it's like, no, that like they were trying to say that this is a never ending spiral, but that's not a never ending spiral because that just can't go on. People yeah, can't yeah. afford a, point. a thousand, thousand bucks a week for a, for a one bedroom loft, you know, you just can't do that. So mm. something's got to give, <clears throat> um, but yeah. What do you maybe think about they, that? Maybe they want Phil to get out there with a hammer and, you know, start building a few start houses. building houses, yeah. Come yeah. on, Phil. What are you doing yeah. with your extra time, mate? <laughs> but I think the, the outrage the outrage on Twitter, which is, you know, that's where you go to find out what the outrage is. Um, you know, who's this guy on $1 million a year telling people that they need to get a flatmate? You know, which, is, <laughs> which is not what he was saying at all. But it, it, does, it does. I mean, I was thinking about how, Phil gets paid a million dollars a year and you just wonder, you know, in a free market system, we sort of, we believe that you get paid what you're worth, you know? Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know how you justify <laughs> the reserve bank government. Is he getting paid what he's worth? Uh, I don't know. I mean, well, there's, no, there's no checks and balances there. There's no competing, no. you know, reserve bank saying, you know, no. we're going to do the job better or, you know, Oh no, we're gonna have a monopoly on money, you know. Um, well, I've got alternatives, you know. I think that'd be great to have alternatives, you know. But yeah, um, yeah. well, we just have the we just have the Taylor rule: inflation plus two percent. Yep. I need a reserve bank. Yeah. What's inflation? Seven. Okay. Interest rates are nine. <laughs> yeah. Or well, my one is just like follow the Fed. You know, just yeah. do exactly what the Fed does. Like, <laughs> you know, and or just um. Not Bitcoin doesn't have anybody running it. <laughs> just, everybody knows what the release schedule is. Everyone knows what the inflation schedule is. There's no mystery. You know, you don't have to have a crystal ball. So everyone should yeah. be able to plan then. But yeah, I don't know. Each their own. But well, that's enough about Phil. Uh, what have you got for us this week, Tim? What's your salt? Um, I decided to take the bus to work 
thought, oh, yeah. I'll... Oh, idiot. A little bit of public transport <laughs> in my life. Um, so, But I forgot my bus card. So, you know, another 20-minute round trip going all the way back home. Oh, get shit. back on the bus and whew, like sweating my ring out, you know, because I'm running half the way. And get mm-hmm. on the bus and then, you know, on the way and then see people get on the bus and they decide not to pay. And like I'm, these people aren't like homeless or young kids or anything. These people like have got proper jobs and working in, you know, they have their uniform on and they're just going, oh, no. nah, just walking on the bus and not paying. And I'm like, well, how does <laughs> it, you know, the public's, a public system like this works. Surely you've got to pay or it's got to be free. You know, it's either a public service or it's got to be free. So am I the sucker? That's what I want to know. Am I a sucker for just paying? I should just follow the same yes. rules. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just not sure how all this works. You know, like, why do we have, you know, systems where some people can pay and some people can't? Like, just doesn't, seems a bit of a rort to me, but. Mm. Oh, no. Oh, no. A loss of community value, a yeah. loss of community spirit. Maybe COVID had something to do with it. Just broke the back of community spirit. I don't know. Uh, between but the haves and the haves-nots. I keep getting told, you know, everyone wants socialism. You know, we're all put in a pot, you know, and everybody, you know. It's just like then I see things like this and think, nah, this is not going to work. Like people yeah. are just in it for themselves. You know, whole heap of people here don't want to share and, you know, put into the yeah. community. So, mm, a bit concerning. Yeah. Oh well, don't don't do that again. Don't take the puff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my luck, they'll probably have someone who'll call me up on it next time. Like I saw you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Uh, yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's enough of the salt. But this week, uh, I just want to have a little look at the inflation data that came out in Australia because Tim. You know what? It's not going down in a straight line, is it? <laughs> it's sort of hanging around. So remember that this is annualized inflation. This is the 12 months to the end of April uh, 2023. So a lot of this stuff is already sort of dropping yes. out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is still hanging around that high sixes. It's 6.8. Um, and... I just thought that this this is probably, uh, and and you know, so this is up. Rents are up six percent um, annually, and they are forecasting them to keep going up ten percent, which is the worst since nineteen eighty nine. It will be the worst since nineteen eighty nine. So over thirty years, um, what. What was interesting, I think, is the breakdown. I don't know how easily people can see that, but I just wanted to point out that uh, that chart on the – well, if you see the chart on the, the left, you have a look at something like food and non-alcoholic beverages. It's up – it's been up – was up 8% two months ago uh, or three months ago to the end of February. It was up 8.1, then 7.9. So it doesn't look like it's coming down. But if you have a look at the monthly change over there on the right-hand side mm-hmm. – Food and alcoholic beverages is up, is barely up. I mean, it's pretty yes. much flat in the last month. So I think people can rest assured that prices of fruit, veggies, I mean, fruit and veggies actually went backwards in the month. So mm-hmm. that kind of stuff is probably not going up much. Yep. Uh, it's probably that that bit's over. But that rent portion, which accounts for about, I think it's only 6% of the overall CPI. Uh, sounds low, doesn't it? It does, but... Um, you know, the, 
those things, uh, electricity prices was another one. I mean, you can see electricity prices there annually are up 15% and they're probably not going down anytime soon. Um, I don't know, this holiday and, tra and travel accommodation, I don't know, are we, we, are we having a tourism boom or something? I don't know. That's um, it's flying off the handle. That's yep. double digits. Um, and yeah, new, new dwelling purchases. So home prices on the road. Just when it looked like we might actually get home prices in the affordable range again, now nah, they're off to the races. Um, yep. And of course, that's that's only going to get worse. Um, as we flood the country with more people, yeah. so um, yeah. So if you look at the month, you look month over month, it's about three point six to three point eight percent. You know that's what yeah. we should, but that's still not in the two to three percent target range, no. unless they no. change that and go, oh, you know, up to two to three percent. You know, is fine. Um, but I doubt yeah. Phil. Phil sounds pretty strong that he wants two to three. So yeah. So even at the current yeah. levels, um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Is he gonna is he gonna hike or? Well, I guess that's that's the that's the, the million dollar question, isn't it? So pretty much the market was pretty like pretty much no, there, there's not going to be any change. And it's only the last couple of days with the inflation data, with you know, and Phil's sort of his public comments. You know, look, we're not done yet. We're not we're not declaring victory. Um, Yep. Which not not to mean that he's going to raise rates again, but uh, so the market has given it about a one in five chance that they'll they'll rise next raise next week. I have no idea. I, you mean flip a coin? I, I mean I would err on the say of probably not. Yep. He's got time to wait. Mm -hmm. Why not? You know he's not going to get any. Um, uh, I don't think he's going to get any flack for not raising rates at this yeah, point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I mean it I mean here we are. I mean, we're going into the June meeting. So we're halfway through the year basically. And you know, we're still I mean, are we on a we're not really on a a, a hiking trajectory, but we're certainly not on a cutting trajectory yet. Oh, and yeah. a lot of, and how many ec economic forecasters were saying this year we'd be cutting mid-year. Mm -hmm. Oh. Um and just no. So you can't even see it at the end of the year. I can't, you know, like just, yeah. this course is just got to stay. And I yeah. think even if he just holds here, we're only 385, aren't we? So yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not we're even not in the forwards yet. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not high, but you know, it's decent. But so I think if he holds here, I think, you know, he's got a chance he might get through it. You know, that's what I keep thinking, you know, maybe he will do the, the miracle here, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's a million dollar question, but I you know, I mean, either way, um, the 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 structural problems are there either way. I mean, Labor's committed to this flooding the country with immigrants and students, and you know, so <laughs> none of this gets resolved uh, in in lower inflation in in you know, housing accommodation, all this sort of stuff, electricity prices. That's not coming down. Um, the problem's still there. Uh, no one, no one really wants to address it, which is weird because, as you know, we we did a podcast months ago where I pulled out that recent survey, where I think a good two thirds of Australians are against the current immigration policy, but hmm. we just we just keep ignoring it. Yeah. Well, Labor building six thousand homes, you know, ain't gonna, you know, no. with their future fund, ain't gonna 
put a dent in this at all. So no, no, it's know. a drop in the bucket. I mean, that's that's probably the only thing the Greens are right about in terms of. I mean, you know, they say if I mean if 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 you're if you're in on social housing, the Greens are right. I mean, build more. Then you know, I mean, if you're going to do it, do it. Don't just screw around. I mean, build yeah. more houses, but need yeah. 150, 200,000 houses. Might yeah. I don't know. Seems a bit crazy, but mm. yeah. All right. So that's enough of that inflation talk. What are we looking at this week? Waters Corp. Yeah. So this is another Terry Smith type thing. Um, it's down, you know, twenty five percent or whatever. Uh, Terry's down nearly fifteen percent on this. All um, oh, right. On his on his initial purchase. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you know, this is one of the things I'm starting to think now. Like, oh yeah, Terry does a lot of work. Um, He's not an idiot. Mm. Um, when something of he he owns, and you can sort of understand it, um, and it's down, you should be really probably having a look. Um, so Waters is like a really boring, boring company. Like they create lab equipment that looks at liquid chromatography, and yep. you think, oh yeah, what's so special about that? Well, you're not going to buy Chinese equipment to do this. Okay, that's just not going to happen in the next ten years. Um, and also, <clears throat> their biggest market here is in pharmaceuticals. A little bit in drug discovery, but the big yep. thing I think that Terry likes is the quality control thing. Like he, he keeps thinking going forward, you know, we need to keep control of our supply chains. Um, we may import from cheaper countries, dr- drugs and everything, like generics and whatever. But we want to make sure the drugs are what they say they are. Um, mm. And this is what this company does, is does quality control. And I think in 10 years' time, we're still going to yep. be going down this path of maybe getting drugs made in India or whatever and just importing them into Australia. And um, yeah, but we want to make sure the, the drugs are what they say they are. And this, they do liquid chromatography to check all this stuff. Right. At the moment, um, they've spent $1.6 acquiring another company, which is like obviously scared people, including Terry. Mm-hmm. He'd be a bit... <laughs> You know, he doesn't like people acquiring stuff. Just wants them to print money and send him a check, you know? So yeah. so that would scare Terry a little bit. Um, but I think it's a good acquisition. It's in the same area. It's just in a slightly different segment. Um, you look up these people who make these equipment, the high value type equipment. There's only like two or three players in each of these areas. Like it's oligopoly type um, yep. areas here. Um, and you can see from the share buybacks, like you can see yeah. what... The, like from eighty to to sixty. So is is this are those numbers? Is the is the acquisition you talked about recent? So it wouldn't be reflected in these numbers, or um, they actually purchased it with cash. So wow. one point six, one point three six billion, a cash offer. So you can wow. tell that these guys are like you know. So they didn't no no issue of stock, nothing. No issue of stock, but yeah, they they chucked a whole heap of debt on the. Balance sheet, obviously, oh, okay. you know. So, but that shows you a quality company. Heck, who who can you know go out and grab you know one point three six billion? You know, unless you know what you're doing. Um, yeah. So, so surely the earnings numbers are going to get a boost post this acquisition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Revenue is going to go, you know, pretty pretty much up. It's going to continue to climb up. Um, so yeah. So you look at the numbers here, like just return on invested capitals, you know, in the thirties, like, yeah. <laughs> is there a better company you've seen than that? You know, um, mm. gross margins, nearly 60, you know, your operating margins, mid twenties, like these mm. guys, 
know what they're doing. Like, and it's not expensive. Like, there's a, you know, you have 4% free cash flow yield here of, you know, 25. Um, yeah. It does get a little bit cheaper. It could get around to 20, so it could drop a little bit more. But, you know, you're buying quality here. Um, show me another company that's got a return on invested capital in the mid 30s. Like, like, yeah. like, this is, you know, top shelf type stuff. Um, you've got, you so, know, no, no dividends. So all that return on invested capital is all going back into the business. So, so they're um, generating about 600 mil in cash. Um, so does the debt, where's the debt? Right does down the that, bottom, um, 1.1 billion. So total debt, net debt, one point. Is that, that's post acquisition or is there, is there more to throw on top of that? I think it might throw on top of that. So it's uh, going to look a little bit more ugly. Um, yep. but yeah, yeah, it's still, you know, still, you can four years worth of, and, you know, you're going to be getting more cash flow from this acquisition as well. So it's probably, you know, yep. three years worth of free cash flow. Um, yeah. And you can see then the number operating cash flow has dropped a little bit, but that's just normal things. It's like accounts receivable gone up um, and the inventory's gone up. That's all good stuff. You know, mm. <laughs> you start investing in your inventory and, you know, your accounts receivable goes up a bit, you know, yep. I can handle that type of <laughs> problem, but um so the debt isn't you know totally crazy but you can see why people are going off it a little bit you know when you're chucking right. 1.3 so billion yeah there's a little bit of uncertainty around the acquisition is it worth it you know and you got it's a wait and see mm-hmm. maybe the, that's the market's attitude it's a wait and see does it produce the goods or not yep yeah if you go to the next slide you can see terry's buyers if you can um So yeah. Oh, so he's he's been accumulating for for about three or four years. Yeah, yeah, and so you can see his big buys here. You know, obviously, you know he's bought in the top here. <laughs> yeah, but Terry oh, geez, he, he bought some over four hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. So, like, and he was purchasing in the last quarter. You know, nine thousand yeah. shares. So he's just just um DCA in at the moment, but um he does sell a fair bit occasionally. Um. You can see he's just a constant buy of it. Um, and if it gets down to those 2020 levels, you know, around that $200 mark, yeah. Yeah. crikey. Like, and it could hit there. You know, people get a bit worried about the debt. You know, it's all long service debt. So it's not anything to really worry about. But if you can hold through a little bit of pain here, um, yeah, it's got, it's got the legs to go. So, yeah, it's only a 4% position of his portfolio. So that's not huge, but... He obviously loves it, like so. You don't keep yeah. buying it and selling it this much if you don't understand it and love it. So, hmm. oh no, well, always good to see what Terry's up to. Yep, um, he's getting a bit of a caning here at the moment, as you can see. So, yeah. um, but I just, he just everything he buys, it seems to be magic. You know, he seems like. Yeah, this high multiple type stuff, you think he's going to get nailed here somewhere along the line. And he does occasionally, but mm. he seems to, you know, the quality thing, he seems to be able to pick them. You know, the ones that really hold through, that go through a bit of a rough yeah. patch. And I've ignored it, you know, how many times now? And, you know, <laughs> the 30% ones and they keep, you know, it's just an easy 30%. They just jump back up. But yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. 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 
Well, that's a good one. It's a good find. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. Tim's bought you yet another stock to have a look at. Waters Corp. Um, and anything else to add there, Tim, or should we no. wrap her up? Yep, wrap it wrap up. It up. Yeah, All right. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will catch you next time. Bye for now.